five habits that makes a family function and be happy. That's what we are going to be talking about in this episode of the Fatherhood Podcast. Well, hello, everyone. I hope you are having a great day, a great week, a great year so far. Yeah, we're getting ready to finish uh, January. And so far, I cannot complain. I can already see some struggles that I'm going to face. However, I'm really hopeful that everything is going to be okay. And maybe you are going through something right from the start, right from the get-go of this 2023. Um, I just want to encourage you to, to not give up, to keep fighting the good fight. Um, that you're going to get through this. And that's why we try to uh, record every single week and bring you new episodes that, so that in a word, a phrase, a sentence that I say, you might find hope, uh, strength, and to keep going. Because being a, a father is hard. Being a mother is no easy job. Um... Leading a family is very hard these days. So that's why we started talking, uh, we started a series in our fatherhood uh, classes that we have uh, every, every week or every other week uh, through Zoom. Um, we started a series in this beginning of the year that has to do with habits. Why? Well, because towards December, towards the beginning of the year, in January, we might dream, we might um, have certain resolutions, uh, certain goals, but unless we change our habits, our actions, the way we think, the way we act, the way we talk, is guaranteed that more than likely we're going to have the same year. And that really... I don't really want that to happen uh, for this 2023. So that's what we're going to be talking today about the five habits that makes a family function and be happy. If each person is a world, well, families are a universe with the added complexity that the planets do not align without carrying out a hard and complex effort. The well-being of each member of the family depends on the whole. In other words, it depends on, on me as a dad. It depends on my wife. Um, everybody depends on each other inside a family. So the difficult but achievable balance on which the American psychologist Bruce Foyle has theorized in his latest essay, The Secrets of, a, of Happy Families, it's possible that we can achieve it. It's difficult, but we can find balance inside our family. Think about this. What is the best way to spend a good family vacation? What about spending a Sunday afternoon together? 
How and when should we discuss with our children about sexuality? You see, family life is a roller coaster with its moments of joy and sadness, moments of satisfaction and dislikes, as well as rewards and problems. Foyle's teachings have been summarized, okay, by coach Eric Barker in five points as commandments or habits, okay? Um, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. So what is the first habit that makes a family function correctly? Well, the first one is rethink. Let me expand it. Rethink altogether what is expected of the family and what are its values. That's right. Talk, talk, talk. Okay? For the author of The Secrets of Happy Families, it is essential to take time to sit down and talk about what it means for everyone to be part of the family and what are the values on which it should be based Foyle resorts to uh, the business jar jargon, okay? And, and he, he, he explains it like this, that as a family, we need to identify and agree on a serious, series of central values that will guide a large part of the decisions that are made within our family, okay? It is never too late to take this step, which will serve to relocate family goals, which are sometimes forgotten and, un and underestimated in favor of personal and professional goals, okay? So this is a very interesting habit to have because um, we are honest, very few families, not to say none, right? Have these conversations. Most of us start our family, why? because I fell in love with my wife. And that's about it, right? When we go into that phase of having children, why do we have children? Well, because we want to have children. Very few families have a very uh, clear purpose, very clear vision of what their family is there for. I'm just thinking out loud. For example, let's say you ask this family, why, why did you form a family? You ask uh, the husband, you ask the, the wife, why did you want to start a family? Well, it's a very hard question to answer, right? Because sometimes we don't think about it. We just think because I want to. <laughs> but it, imagine how your family would be, how a family, how effective a family would be if... The answer would be like, well, I formed this family because I want to bring change to my community, to my city, to my country. I married this person because this person complements my goals and I complement their, their goals, their dreams. And I think we can give something positive to our community, to our society. Imagine how a children, how our children or your children would feel, would think, would act if they have a clear, a clear vision of what their family 
is there for? Why do they exist? What is the purpose of their family, of your family, of my family? So this is a very interesting habit to have or to develop. The second one is to tell your partner and children your family history. One of the investigations cited by Foyle in this essay concluded that the more and better one knows his family history, the better self-esteem he will have, as well as a greater personal fulfillment, feeling of fulfillment. According to Foyle, and certain studies have shown that the factor that most affects the emotional well-being of our children is the conversations with their parents about the family. But not only discovering data or funny stories, I'm also talking deeper stuff about the problems they had to face and the way in which they solved them, okay? This helps them um, develop or internalize the way in which to put family values into practice. So it's very interesting that this habit can bring positive, positive things to our family structure, our family dynamics. Sometimes we might take for granted or, or you know, we might, have, we might have gone through very hard times as we grew up and we don't really feel comfortable talking about them with our spouse, with our par partner or with our children. But you know what? I think it can bring some pos positive uh, aspects to their lives. Why? I don't, for example, I don't know. I just can think of a one right now, uh, and that is uh, being grateful. When I realize that I'm here today because somebody else sacrificed their freedom, their uh, resources, their strength uh, to give me a better life, I'm going to be thankful. Um, when my children realize that because of their grandma, they're living here in the U.S., they're living here in, in this state, for example, I don't know, they might expand their, their perspective, you know, say that because of other people in the past, our family has the, the privilege, has the opportunity to live in this country, in this city. So don't take for granted your family history. Even if you went through hard times, painful episodes, that can serve as a story of motivation, as a story of strength, as a story of how to overcome obstacles in life. So don't take for granted your history. The next habit is very interesting as well. And it has to do with this, family reunions every week. That's right. Family reunions every week. <laughs> but I'm not talking about the whole barbecue thing, the meeting in a park, 
t-shirts, matching t-shirts. No, 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 no. I'm just talking about meeting weekly with your family, with your spouse, with your kids, and have a, for example, a 20-minute talk, 20-minute conversation. For example, Foil, the guy who wrote this uh, book or essay, um, The Secrets of Happy Families, uh, in his writing, he cites his own experience, okay, as an example. And he says, what basically, what we basically try to do is to answer three specific questions. What has gone well this week? Number two, what has been the biggest difficulty that I faced this week? What challenges do we want to uh, overcome the following week? See, these types of conversations, this type of questions will give uh, everyone in the family uh, an idea of what everyone is going through. Their struggles, as well as their uh, victories, their happy moments, their sad moments. And it will make everyone be aware of, of, of everybody's situation. Okay? Next habit. Solve problems as soon as they occur. Good communication, okay, as in human relationships in general, is an inseparable aspect of, a, of well-being, okay? However, everyday fights are inedible, and conflict resolution is not an easy task, okay? Why? Because it has to do with pride, in my opinion. It has to do with... Um, Mainly that, you know, sometimes we are so, we know we messed up and we are so proud that we cannot say, I'm sorry, forgive me. And sometimes we are proud as well to the point that we cannot forgive others. So, Foyle, the psychologist, he gives three basic guidelines. The first one is, Try to be neutral, okay? For this, as an example, a fight between children, okay? Is advisable? He advises to talk to them separately, okay? Which will avoid negative reactions between them, okay? And will appease anger. Second, it is advisable to ask the children to offer themselves, okay? To offer themselves three alternatives to solve the problem. And third, both children must be brought together to discuss the proposed solutions and choose one, okay? In which they will both commit so they can solve, so that they can solve the problem. But this is good. We have to solve the problems as soon as they occur. Even in, in our relationship with our, with our partner, with our spouse, sometimes we fight, we disagree on things, and there might be days that we go about our days without talking to each other, and that's not healthy. It's always good to resolve our differences as fast or as quickly as we can. 
The last one, but not least, is always have dinner together. That's right, always. <laughs> Several of the investigations cited in the book come to the conclusion that having dinner as a family influences the personality of children. As it is an ideal time to talk about the day, share points, and ultimately strengthen family ties. So to get the most out of this moment, the psychologist recommends that the little ones be allowed to participate in the conversation, okay? So it's not just about adults talking, it's about everyone in the family talking, sharing their stories, sharing their struggles, sharing their dreams, uh, sharing jokes, anything and everything helps to strengthen family ties. So that's why this one hits home. It's very hard for, for me nowadays with uh, the way we, uh, with my commitments uh, that I have with life, work, um, to have dinner together all the time. And I'm sure it, it might be hard for you. But these habits that I have uh, shared with you I want to encourage you to apply them to your context. You might not have time to have dinner every day, every day, but you might have time to have lunch or have breakfast, breakfast together. What I'm trying to say is try to apply the principle of each of these habits to your context, to the context of your family. And I'm sure your family will be stronger and better this year. All right, my friends, that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing this podcast. Uh, I would like to encourage you to uh, share it with uh, your friends, with your family, share it uh, on your social media. Uh, there might be a person that is in big need of this type of podcasts, this type of content. So uh, thank you so much. We'll be in touch. I'll see you guys on the next one. Have a great week.